Alrighty then. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shit. Started off well. Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast, everybody. Hope you've had a fantastic couple of weeks out there. Uh, yeah, no episode last week. Apologize for that. Uh, it just got busy and it just never happened, guys. Things were fucking popping up on the agenda. Um, and yeah, apologize. Whatever. Fuck it. Let's move on. It's been a busy uh, little while. Uh, we got to catch up. Don't know what's been going on in your world. Hopefully you checked out some of those tracks that we suggested last time. Um, we were pretty heavy on the, the music reviews last episode. We did like what, six or seven albums um, in that one. So I'm going to keep it a bit lighter this time, even though there's plenty of new shit to fucking check out. So I might have to do an extra episode this week. We'll see how it goes, guys. We'll see how it goes. Um, but for now... Uh, let me catch you up. So fucking last weekend, I had a fucking busy one. Uh, I mentioned a little while ago about a potential new musical project uh, with Liam and I, uh, with a bit more jammy style and stuff like that. So we tried it out. We went, you know, went into the studio um, and jammed, just the three of us, drummer, bass, guitar, and uh, it, we fucking, uh, it just bombed, man. Like, it it was just weird. Uh we went in with no material, we just got to jam, see what happens, turns out nothing happened, things got side-railed, fucking whatever. Felt bad afterwards, so we're going to try again in a, in a few weeks, uh, maybe come in with some, at least, starting points, some ideas or whatever. So that happened that weekend. Also that weekend, I fucking um, was asked to be on another podcast. Uh, it'll probably come out soon, we'll talk about it later or whatever. But uh, going on someone else's podcast, I don't fucking know. I feel like I bombed the shit out of that as well. So wasn't feeling great at the end of that fucking um, weekend. But luckily, guys, luckily, it was a massive couple of weeks in the world of comedy. Uh, so I had plenty of shit out there to fucking cheer me up. So, uh, yeah, if, if you're into comedy or whatever, I'm just going to do some recommendations for you, right? Um, because there's a whole bunch of new shit that just come out recently. Uh, it's worth watching. A lot of it's very accessible, so fucking check it out. Um, so on YouTube, there's a new special uh, by Joe List. Uh, it's called This Year's Material. It's fucking good. It was really good. Enjoyed the shit out of this special. So like I said, it's been just a fucking huge comedy couple of weeks. Um, here in my household at least, but just, you know, in the world of the Jam Room podcast, what's been going on. So that special's fucking amazing. It's on YouTube. It's for free. Fucking check it out. Like it. Do whatever the fuck you want. If you don't know who Joe List is, he's he fucking gives off serious, like, nervous nerd energy just from what he looks like and his presence and, and demeanor. Um, uh, but he's brutal and it's fucking hilarious. Uh, it's a great special. Uh, and it's it's free. I'm going to go in order of um, expense for this, I guess. So as far as free fucking um, comedy specials go, Joe List is great. Check it out. It's on YouTube. It's fucking free. Um, then I also checked out fucking uh, Chris DiStefano's new uh, specials. So Chrissy D, if you know who Chrissy D is, Chrissy Chaos, whatever. He bought out a special with a fucking terrible name called Speshy Weshy. Uh, and it was supposed to be on YouTube, but he fucking got an offer from Netflix, so it's on Netflix. So that's your next barrier to entry, and it's okay, guys, it's okay. You know what's fucking annoying me? Is, um, like, the podcast game has definitely changed the world of comedy, right? 
for good and for bad, right? So on the good side, you've got like um, way more exposure for comics because they're fucking hilarious on podcasts and people really enjoy listening to them. So they turn up to their shows, sell a lot more tickets, blah, 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 right? Um, however, when you watch these specials of their stand-up material, as opposed to their off-the-cuff fucking just podcast chat game or whatever, uh, they're better on podcasts, is what I'm saying, is that the special is funny. It's okay. It's okay. Like with the Chrissy D special, I fucking love Chrissy D. I'm a Patreon subscriber. I support him. I, I give him money every month. Literally any podcast of his, um made me laugh out loud more than this special did sorry it's just what it is so i can sense a coming disappointment with comedy specials because we get so much content in the podcast world you know you got to wait a fucking year for a comedian to put together an hour special or a 45 minute special or fucking 36 minutes in the case of chrissy d 36 minutes i mean years um but yet fucking every week he'll give you hours of a you know, of podcasting in which there might be 36 minutes of fucking pure gold laughter, fucking hilarity, right? So I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. But those are the specials that are out. Fucking Joe List's new one, um, Special Weshu, Chrissy D. Fucking check it out on Netflix. It's good. And these guys are cool. And um, check out their fucking podcast as well. Um, speaking of podcast famous, last week, so last Wednesday night, um, I got to go see uh, Tim Dillon here in Perth, right? At the Crown Theatre. Beautiful fucking venue. It didn't look sold out to me, but pretty fucking close. Um, it was a cool night. Really cool night, but uh, I don't know. Again, Tim Dillon's fucking fan base uh, will definitely be familiar with his podcast game um, because there's not a lot of him uh, just doing pure stand-up sets out there on YouTube or anything like that. Um, but we just assume that he's going to be really, really good at it. Everyone says he's good at it. Um, and he was pretty good at it. He was pretty good at it. But I don't think he really understood the fucking Perth crowd. So if you were at the Tim Dillon show, you know what I'm talking about, right? So it was a good night. It was a good night. Fucking, I had a massive fucking day work. I had all sorts of um, shit going on in the afternoon. We fucking rushed down uh, to the casino, fucking have a nice meal, meet up with friends, get a bunch of drinks, go into the show. And... I already had a little bit of inside knowledge because Curtis over at Melbourne had seen Tim Dillon maybe fucking three or four days earlier, right? On the tour, yeah? Um, so I didn't really expect a long, long set from him. Uh, and I expected like a local opener because over in Melbourne, they had just like a fucking, you know, some random Aussie guy or whatever. Curtis couldn't remember his name. He was that unremarkable. Uh, but over here, fucking, it was a nice surprise. We had Sam Talent as the opener for the fucking show, right? And if you know nothing about Sam Talent, of course, no one knows anything about Sam Talent. I've, I happen to fucking have him on my radar, have for a few fucking years, because uh, I, um, Doug Stanhope, the comedian, kind of took shine to him. And, I'm, I, I, you know, back in those days, I was listening to his podcast religiously. Um, and Sam Talent was on there. He had just released a book, right? So this guy, Sam Talent, released a book called Running the Light or something like that. I can't really fucking remember. Um, yeah, it's a work of fiction, it's sort of. You know what I mean? Like, like he's, it, it's, it's all bullshit what's in the, story, in the actual narrative of his novel or whatever. Um, but he uses real names and real locations and stuff like that. So it's kind of blurring the lines. It's definitely a work of fucking of fiction. 
sort uh, whatever I don't know. Fucking as a kid, I always used to get fucked up with that fiction, non-fiction, fucking bullshit. Like it's such a stupid fucking way to label books as fiction and non non-fiction. Like fucking first of all, as a kid. The word like fiction, like fict, like that sort of thing, it sounds a lot like fact. So it, you, you kind of expect the, the fiction part to, to be the factual one, right? But turns out fiction is a non-fact thing, right? Made up bullshit sort of thing. So it seems weird to me to fucking label books as fiction, which means non-fact, and then non-fiction, which is non-non-fact, right? I, I don't know. Fucking humans are just fucking weird, man. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Uh, what were we fucking talking about? Oh, Sam Talent. Right. So he re- he released a, a work of fiction, a, a book, and, you know, a lot of comedians have fucking um, really, you know, lo- fallen in love with this book and promoted the shit out of it or whatever. So I haven't read it yet. You know, you fucking Audible want to be a sponsor on this podcast. I might fucking listen to it then because I heard the Audible's pretty good. There's a bunch of different comedians sort of reading a chapter at a time sort of thing. So... I don't know. Check that out if you can. So that was a nice surprise. Uh, but he did mention that the Perth crowd kind of sucked, right? And fucking Tim Dillon kind of felt the same. So he only gave us a 45-minute set and kind of power-walked off stage. Um, didn't do anything extra afterwards. Did fucking nothing. Just kind of left. Like, the Perth crowd seems to fucking laugh and then just die. So to a comedian, it feels like a fucking dead room, right? Like, these people aren't enjoying themselves. This is fucked, right? Um, I just, I, you know, I was thinking about it. I don't really agree that the crowd didn't like him. I think the crowd fucking loved him and they would laugh. But then when you start talking again, we want to listen again. So we go quiet and we listen. So it's, uh, it's a very fucking like massive applause and laughter and then just dead silence. Right. And that was kind of fucking with him. I don't know. Whatever. It was a fun fucking night. I enjoyed it. He got the fuck out of here real quick. He released a podcast like the next day and he was already in the rainforest in fucking up like far north Queensland from Perth, right? He's already up there. He got the fuck out of here as quick as he could. I doubt he even spent a night here. Um, so that was it. Massive fucking comedy couple of weeks, guys. Fun fucking times. Speaking of comedy, just as a little side note, I am aware that the elections are going on here in Australia. And we'll probably talk about this more next episode or whatever, because I don't know what to think. Everything's a fucking shit show at the moment. It seems like there are no good options on both sides. It's like, fucking, we've been here before. And uh, (laughs) I don't know, it's going to be fun. Uh, So there's just fucking posters everywhere in my neighborhood, fucking, whatever. People are campaigning. People are being stupid. They're fucking throwing mud at each other. Whatever. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Let's get on to some music reviews for this week. I hope you listen to some. Because um, I certainly did, and uh, I'm not going to talk about all of them, because last fucking episode was so heavy on that shit, that I thought I would try and trim it down to just three albums, and all these albums are, you know, just a common trend where they're kind of short, right? With Like, between 30 and 40 minutes, all of these ones, right? Um, what do I want to talk about first? Let's go with, like, the lightest to the heaviest, shall we? I did actually go out of my way to fucking pick different genres of shit. Um, instead of going just all heavy or whatever, but we'll get there. We'll get there. So the first fucking album I checked out this week, well, well the first one we're going to talk about, uh, it's called We. Just We. Um, from Arcade Fire, right? So Arcade Fire, yeah, they've been around for a fucking while. They've done their bits and bobs. They're a fucking Canadian sort of, um, they call themselves like an indie rock band, but uh, I don't know. 
these genres kind of fuck with me, as you know, guys. Uh, but Arcade Fire, we pretty cool album. Um, kind of, you know, when you listen to an indie rock album, you kind of expect this little bit of a, like a folksy kind of tint to it. You know what I mean? Um, this album kind of has that in ways that are uh, just too boring. Like it goes deep into that, but then it also has like this like sort of like a a weird more like eighties sort of pop sort of feel to some songs. It, it, it's it's a very strange strange album. Like I I I didn't dig it to be honest. Some shit just bored the fucking tits off me, and other stuff just sort of like I don't know got by. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just listen to songs like, yeah, I guess that's a fine song. Nothing was offensive about it. Nothing really pissed me off, but nothing really entertained me that much. But, you know, it killed a couple minutes, so that's not a bad track, right? Um, I guess I'm going to try and show you what the fuck I mean. All right, so check out this. Here's fucking, like, at some points in the, in the, in the, the album, they descend into these, like, super fucking cheesy ballad sort of style songs, right? And just, I, I don't get it. Like, it, that's just, I thought that that was overdone. And like, you know, those big dramatic fucking bits that happen in those sorts of songs. Like, I thought that's, that, that, that's been played before. We, we all know that. We don't need to do that again. Fuck, um, I don't know. Here's a, here's a little clip of what I'm, what I'm, what I'm talking about, right? It's, it can get that cheesy, right? And um, I don't know where they go with that, but it seems fun to them, I guess. But, like, seriously, some of those songs literally had that, like, cliche, like, jing jing like that big dramatic fucking uh, acoustic guitar strum. It's, I don't know, whatever. I thought it was overplayed, but here we are. We're seeing it all happen again. Um, so you have that sort of stuff, and then you have it contrasted with fucking um, like a, this dancey electro sort of feel. Not really a dancey, but like you know, like a fucking pop vibe, um, like old school '80s style, and it's actually kind of fitting. Um, wait, I'll chuck one in here. Yeah, have a listen to this. Obviously, fucking massively different vibe from that last one, right? Um, actually, kind of cool. Not too bad. A couple little hooks in there or whatever. This song, in fact, um, I forget what it's called. You know what's interesting about the album um, is they, they're they doing a lot of part one, part twos of songs. You know what I mean? So really, there's only like maybe four or five songs on the album. But, you know, it's multiple songs. Part one, part two, part three. They kind of, they're definitely different in vibe with the different parts, but like they flow into each other really, really well. So it kind of feels like you're listening to like just a couple of big chunks of music throughout the whole album. So that's, that, I don't know if I love that idea or whatever, um, but it was pretty neat. You know, kind of these guys did it well. It seemed to work for them and, you know, I enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, what we're talking about, that that fucking track, um, that more dancey sort of upbeat-ish sort of poppy one, um, fucking was featuring Peter Gabriel. 
didn't really see where his um his influence was. Couldn't really hear much of what was going on um, that would that would, like would make me go fuck. That's Peter Gabriel or whatever. So Peter Gabriel, he was like the original singer from Genesis, I believe. Which you know fucking isn't the Genesis that I love. I love the fucking Phil Collins um, singing fucking Genesis. You know fucking Invisible Touch and shit. Um, but whatever, he's back. And he's on an Arcade Fire album for one song. Because let's face it, these days, you're not going to have a successful fucking album unless you feature a couple of people. And why not dig some up, you know? They've got nothing else to do, I guess. So, anyway, it's not a bad album, but it's kind of boring. If you're into that folksy fucking indie rock sort of bullshit uh, with a couple of, um, you know, new, neat sort of electro ideas in there, uh, check it out. It's called We by Arcade Fire. And speaking of electro sort of stuff... Uh, the next album I checked out was fucking Hermitude, um, which is like a electro sort of, they, they say fucking electro hip hop, but they're not. No way. Uh, there's not a lot of hip hop in it at all, but they're sort of like a dancey electro sort of, um, even lo-fi fucking to some extent, sort of duo from New South Wales here in Australia. A guy named fucking Angus Stewart, uh, and his buddy Luke Dubber, um, make up Hermitude, and they bought out an album called uh, Mirror Mountain, and it's pretty fucking cool. It's, I probably enjoyed this album the most out of the ones we'll talk about today, because it's kind of like this fucking wicked background chill vibes, uh, fucking cool mix, cool everything, cool grooves, cool beats, cool bass. Um, couldn't think of anything else to call cool. Uh, oh, actually, yeah, no, the vocals are cool. The vocals are really cool in it as well. Um, However, you know, tastefully they are used and sporadic as well. Like, you know, it's one of those albums that there's, there's, you know, a bunch of instrumental tra tracks in there. And, you know, when they do deliver some vocals, it's pretty fucking refreshing. It's cool. It's cool. The guy named fucking Luke Dubber, he can't, he can't have, he had no other choice but to be in a fucking electro sort of dubby band, didn't he? You know, whatever. But check that one out. It's called fucking um, Mirror Mountain, Her Hermitude. Like, I remember listening to their shit. Um, when they were first sort of getting big. And uh, a lot of it sort of, at the time, reminded me of like Spongle. Do you guys remember Spongle? That fucking super psychedelic sort of trancy bullshit. Because um, it's kind of like progressive electro music, which I, there, there's definitely a gap in the market for more fucking progressive electro. I think. I feel it. I feel it. And it's coming. Like You can kind of see this, the signs sort of bleeding in with metal bands incorporating more electronic drum beats and stuff like that. Um, you can get away from the metal and you can just put the prog aspects into fucking a different genre like that. Um, who knows? Who knows? Fucking someone out there can take that and run. Whatever. So yeah, with, with those, yeah, all right. Somehow, accidentally, I've made good segues between these, you know? I just blended perfectly from the electro aspects of Arcade Fire into an electro album by Hermitude. And then I'm talking about the proggy sort of electro aspects of heavy metal. And that's going to bring us to our latest album. Well, the last one I'll talk about. Not the latest. Uh, it might be one of the newest, actually. Anyway, it's by Wind Waker. Um, and it's called Love Language. Fucking stupid name. Fucking Love Language. So, ah. Uh, it's gay. I don't like it. I don't like this idea of this love language sort of stuff. It's this pseudo-psychological bullshit, fuck it, whatever. But that kind of plays into their sort of emo, screamo, upset about something kind of vibe, I would say. So this album was suggested to me by Curtis. Um, he put it on quite a higher pedestal, really. 
Um, so if I'm going to be super critical of it, uh, a lot of it is just because it came with such high recommendation and I don't think it really delivered as far as my tastes go, right? But anyway, it's like, if I take that aside, like if I just bracket all of that, um, it's a fine album. It's hardcore, the screamo emo sort of stuff. You know, the dual voice, that super like, um, like the high pitched child singing that I'm not even going to try it. I'm going to embarrass myself. I'll hold off with that. But you know, the high pitched bullshit singing mixed with like these roars every now and then big breakdowns, predictably mixed guitars and drums and bass. It's that, but it's pretty good. And it does have a little electro aspect to it every now and then. I mean, these guys like to use little um, things for extra drama, sort of like peppered throughout their songs. And it kind of works. These guys do a fucking great job of it. Um, comes in at about 40 minutes, you know, whatever. These guys are, like I said, they're Australian outfit. Um, they're based in Melbourne now, but they're originally from Wagga Wagga in New South Wales. Um, not that that really means anything. I just find it funny when people are from Wagga Wagga. Like, fuck Australians. Australia sucks at naming places. It's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, the album's love language. The song love language itself is pretty tame, pretty, pretty, you know, forgettable. Uh, but you know, the album's high energy. It's cool. Uh, you know, I'll listen to it again. I've, I've checked it out. Um, so it came with such high recommendation from Curtis that I thought I would close out this episode with a track from it, right? Because he says that this track called Trenches on this Wind Waker album. Like I said, I did, did, didn't mind the album. It didn't blow me away. It didn't blow me away, but fucking, it was okay. All right, it was okay. Um, but Curtis reckons this song called Trenches is like his song of the year, right? And I thought it'd be cool if I show you one of Curtis's sort of suggestions for a great song. Just so when we do talk in the future about our fucking, you know, takes on different albums or whatever, you can kind of see where Curtis is coming from a little bit more and you know it might put it a bit more in contrast with my own opinion because we definitely don't agree on anything or everything i should say yeah we don't agree on everything and i don't really agree on this song being song of the fucking year but it's not bad it's fine it's not bad i'm not as excited as curtis about it but it's pretty cool so i'm gonna leave you this song called trenches from fucking uh wind waker uh Fucking have a great week. I'm going to chat to you guys real soon because I need to catch up with a few more episodes as well. There's going to be plenty of new music. Uh, like I said, I listened to tons. Didn't talk about it all. There's more to do. Uh, maybe later in the week. We'll see. I'm going down south for a weekend. So might not have time, but I'll try and make some time for you guys. I, I enjoy doing this. So reach out with your recommendations and all that shit. All those details are in my fucking description of the podcast.